0: Neurokinetic therapy gave me these incredible results and has become an amazing tool that I use. And through that, I've noticed there's deeper layers to this. You know, there's even metaphysical. So we we address the metaphysical aspects, the emotional, and the physiological, right? And so I let them marinate on all that. And then you'll notice as things come up, as we're doing some of the release work, as I'm teaching them how to release certain muscles and activate others, to restore function in the body. And once you restore function, there's no need for pain. Pain is the check engine light. And in that, it's changed my whole mindset about pain. And it's become one of my greatest teachers because it's really allowed me to to dive in and appreciate the signals from my body and, and improve that relationship.
1: That's Charles Clay, and this is episode 263 of Wellness Force Radio, where we discover the physical and emotional intelligence to live life well. In this episode, we're talking about being ourselves. It's such a fundamental concept, isn't it? Just be yourself. We see this on platitudes, on social media memes, right? Be yourself. But how do we actually do that? How do we uncover the greatest you, the greatest self? We're talking about that today with my friend, neurokinetic therapist, and inspirational speaker charles clay you're going to be blown away by this conversation if you've been exploring personal development specifically men's work or if you're a woman listening and you're looking for ways to connect deeper With the men in your life, you're going to get a lot of gems from this podcast. This is a deep dive into emotional intelligence today with the stacking of physical intelligence because Charles operates in a very unique lane where he inspires clients and human beings from a state of energy and consciousness that he's done so much work on through his life story. I cannot wait for you to hear his story. It's going to take your breath away. Speaking of breath, he's also a 10 year veteran of breath work himself, where using breath as a tool, he found neurokinetic therapy, which is this groundbreaking way to understand what muscles and nerves are blocked within the human body and how to unblock them. We covered a lot of ground in this podcast. We talk about how demanding fast results is actually the slowest path when it comes to losing weight or progressing in our relationships and why we explore the importance of men having a high level of support in groups with other men so they can actually live their purpose and embody their purpose. We talked about a very interesting concept called walking the emotional ladder, going from despair and depression and anger towards empowerment in progress. We go over how to actually walk this ladder of new choices in life. We also talk about chief codes, not cheat codes, but chief codes. And we talk about a thing called vacation vibration, which is possible. You can live like you're on vacation. It doesn't mean that everything is perfect. It doesn't mean that you don't have challenges, but 80-20 more than not is possible to be in this state of what Charles calls vacation vibration. We'll discover this on the show today, as well as a direct call to arms, a call to action for the men listening and the women that care about them to get more involved in Charles' programs where he leads men from this place of AAI. Admire, acquire, and inspire. Make sure you go to the show notes today. We have a lot of links and resources there for you. Wellnessforce.com forward slash 263 and take three deep breaths with me. Inhale for five right now. This is your breath break. Hold for five. Exhale slow for five. Hold for five at the bottom. This is your breath break. You can do that as many times as you need to. Maybe that's the first time today that somebody reminded you to take a deep breath. It's always there for you. Even if your monkey mind says it's not, your breath can always set you free it can bring you back to the present moment and this freedom is where we actually can be ourselves let's explore this with charles how do we uncover this greatest self the title of our show it starts with telling the truth to ourselves and to other people which is not always easy but we're never doing it alone let's learn more about this and drop in now with charles clay My guest today is a high level coach. He's a transformational facilitator. He's the creator of a bulletproof core program, and he's also the founder of greatestyou.com. He's a trained kinesiologist. He was able to heal himself from almost paralyzing his body snowboarding an accident early in life, and he began to search for ways to express more of his human potential. Now he uses simple physiological principles, including meditation and breath control, to assist individuals in training their most desired state, particularly a really cool one that he calls Vacation Vibration. He's a friend, a force of wellness, and a truth seeker who is coming on the show today to talk about the secrets of being yourself. Charles Clay, welcome to Wellness Force, man. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, you, brother. (laughs) Describe this place to us because the cool part about radio, I remember a father asked his son once, I heard this story, son, do you like radio or do you like TV? And the son said, I love radio. And the father said, why? Why? And the sun says, Well, because the pictures are better. Mm. Isn't that cool? Like imagination. Imagination. The power of imagination. So describe your home for people that don't know about this place. This well, welcome to our spaceship.
0: This is the geodescent honeycomb dome that we live in. I got really tired of living in a box, you know, and hopping in a box and then people going to work and working on a box. You know, that that whole routine just Got a little old for me. And the the term uh, think outside of the box is, um, you know, we've all heard that enough. So The dome has how many sides? Too many to count. Yeah. Yeah, it is um, very unique architecture. There's shapes that uh, allow for natural lighting to come through. And it's
1: just a beautiful space. Did you ever think in your wildest dreams that you'd be in a place that literally is kind of like a landmark here in Encinitas. I mean, this is something that's barely ever been open to the public that you ever think like in Washington state, when you're in college studying kinesiology, that you'd eventually be like someone who's recognized for their spiritual communication here in Encinitas living in a geodome. Did that ever even come into your consciousness?
0: Not at that point. No, no, this is, uh, this has been imagination meets new realities and I'm really enjoying every moment of it. It's, It's truly a trip because just calling in this place, you know? I was like I knew I wanted something unique, and I would use my process and just feel as
1: if I was already living here. Yeah, and um, before I even knew this was here, and- you you called it in because I remember <laughs> yeah. we were sitting at lunch one day, and I was like, "I, I kind of want this place," and you're like, "I know exactly what I want." I'll never forget it. We were walking, mm-hmm. and you you said, "I want exactly this," and you got that and more. This this contrast that I've always felt from you, man, like you're you're tuned in, you're tapped in, and you know about law of attraction. But you're not one of these people that we find sometimes in spiritual communities that is all talk and no being, no doing. Mm -hmm. Because I've never felt that from you. Where do you pull from that energy now? Like I know we're going to dig into your story, Mm -hmm. but where do you pull the energy from being connected to 4D, 5D? Like, What does that actually even mean to you, to pull from that source? Well, energy is everywhere. So to
0: pull from source... Is literally just being. It's as simple as being. Like the more we get into, ah, I gotta get going, I gotta do, I gotta do 10 things, million things at once, my to-do list keeps getting bigger, blah, right? All up in the head. (laughs) Yeah. Then we combined what for some people is the longest distance in their life, twelve inches from the mind to the heart. When we combine those two in heart coherence, something magical happens we remember that this beautiful mind is an instrument that we can use to share our heart. And the reason, and when you know the difference between the two, it's like the, uh, the mode of you know worrying about what you can get is in, in thoughts of the mind, right? Yeah. And then when we're in our heart, it's more about, wow, look at what I have to give. And so combining those two and using the mind as an instrument for the heart is been such a great source of allowing source energy to flow. So to as everyone
1: can tell, you've done work and the work continues for you at this current moment uh, here in Encinitas 2019. Like what is your work in this very moment? Like, what do you see from this moment forward? There's no going back mm-hmm. in, th- in this moment forward. What is your current contribution to to men and to women in the world? Mm-hmm. Great question. Yeah. I am enthralled. I was sitting in
0: Costa Rica on a hammock after a beautiful meditation, after disconnecting from Wi-Fi and reconnecting to source. And it all came clear. My mission, my training, like what I'm supposed to offer just came through very powerfully and clear. And that's why I've been working with men, holding men's circles, allowing the men that are dealing with anxiety, low confidence levels the the struggles of like believing those thoughts of self-doubt and in the downward spiral of being stuck in the head and all these struggles that um even myself before used to feel like i had to tackle alone i would like be the superhero status ready to help everyone and get everybody tuned up tapped in turned on and like activate their greatest self yes and then when when i got hit with heavy emotions or some massive challenges or my struggles boy i would go tail between the legs to the to my man cave and like sort this out yep. and like have my process of moving through this feeling like i had to do it alone and that is out
1: Aided. there's no it such bets. thing as the lone wolf because actually wolves run in packs yeah i remember i asked you on the phone yesterday what's your spirit animal and you're like well i'm mm-hmm. a wolf and i'm combined <laughs> mixed with a golden retriever yeah why is that so because i feel like i'm a bear i'm a clean bear but yeah. but your spirit animal is a lot different i thought you were going to say something more like like a puma or like something svelty mm-hmm. but but you said you're the combo of this golden retriever and the wolf mm-hmm. and it's interesting Uh, talking about like wolves don't run anywhere besides packs. Why are you this combo? What does that mean to you?
0: Well, the golden retrievers always been like just, they're just the coolest creatures on the planet. I I mean, they just have like the biggest smiles and they run around wagging their tails, spreading smiles for miles. So I instantly have always like gravitated towards them and feel that energy and just that simplicity of joy, like our natural state, like golden retrievers, symbolize our natural state of joy. Like they just, boom, it's like an instant reminder, right? And so then um, it was when I was called to start sitting with plant medicines that my spirit animal, white wolf dog, came to me.
1: White wolf dog. Yeah. All right, we're going to have to talk about that in the conversation, man. Uh, I want to go back, though, because people hear you now from like this place of confidence, the way you articulate yourself, here to bring service to the world, specifically through men right now. Mm -hmm. That wasn't always the case for you, Washington State. like You were going through kinesiology classes. I mean, what Mm. even got you into kinesiology in the first place? Well, early on, I did have a very
0: high appreciation for the greatest technology on the planet our human bodies
1: it's ancient isn't it yeah
0: it is really we're just so gifted to be in these temples right now and in this frontier of mass expansion right now through you know a floating rock through space and in an epic vortex of realities all created from our consciousness so it's it's really um, an honor to be here now in this body, so I have so much appreciation yeah. um, early on in my journey for that. so that took me to, wow, what do I love? Well, earlier I was you know helping my dad build houses and doing the crappy jobs, digging holes, construction you know, yeah, like under you know crawl spaces and working with just the, the crappy jobs, right? And I remember looking around going, "Man. I'm like the only guy with all my teeth on this job site. And I don't want to do this the rest of my life. So it was like an instant motivation to really hone in on how I wanted to do something that I love and make a career from that. There's a lot of
1: other subjects though. I mean, why mm -hmm. kinesiology? Because you could have chosen science or mathematics. mm -hmm. Like there's something about you that, that loved the human body Mm -hmm. maybe even before you even knew it.
0: Very science minded growing up. You know, I was the one that went to youth church and, had tons of questions like, you know, I was the guy that annoyed the, the priest and everybody because I just, I was, I had to see it to believe it, mm. you know? So that's where my science mind come from. And then as I evolved, it's been this beautiful bridging of the two science and spirituality. And it's yep. essentially two different ways of explaining the same thing. And so the study of human movement was so fascinating to me that um, I knew right when I was going to college, that's my path. That's what I wanted to learn and and master and become, you know, get to help other people with. So,
1: And then it was training. I think uh, you moved to San Diego and Mm -hmm. you started training clients. Yep. And we have that similar background. I used to train clients as well. Mm -hmm. And so, but at some point though, you were like, I can't hold the clipboard and count reps anymore. Do you remember that moment? Yeah. Yeah. It was...
0: Man, I remember I was so gung ho and so revved up on coffee and adrenaline, and I was just ready to save the world through fitness. Like, I was super inspired. It was like 10 clients a day, like, yes. just yeah. super ramped up. And then by the last two clients, I'm like, wah, wah, wah. my adrenals <laughs> were getting Do shot more reps. yeah yeah and Your like form's fine. <laughs> yeah and uh you know trying to count reps while you're eating a power bar like it yeah. just didn't feel uh, authentic anymore and like where my heart was completely yeah and um and i've always loved training because i got to share how amazing these bodies are right and and improve the relationship between um us and and these incredible temples we live in so i always had a uh a thrill for it but it definitely evolved once i essentially got uh hit by a mac truck you might say
1: yeah like, this is in mammoth right
0: yeah i mean mammoth.
1: i I've, i lived in mammoth for six months so I, I know how it can get so crazy the snow conditions I mean, mm-hmm. total whiteout mm-hmm. and a lot of people go through injuries, but there was something specific about this injury for you. Like this was a spiritual and emotional and physical wake up call. This Pro- is like the whole turning point of your hero's journey. Profound. Like this this yeah. was the initiation for you. Big time. Leaving what you knew it was familiar. Big this, time. This tell it talk mm-hmm. walk us through the day. So, I'll use this analogy real quick first to
0: to give an example of um, you know how we interact with the universe source or w- whatever um, highest belief you have, right? It's like, we'll get this little feather. It'll be like, hey, a little tickle. Like, hey, you're a little out of alignment here. You might want to change some things and uh, align with your purpose again, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I was too busy training hard during the week and then partying on the weekend. I was going out drinking, didn't want to feel heavy emotions, so I would try anything to not feel any of the hard stuff, right? I was used to joy, joy love being the life of the party, having so much fun. So it wasn't until then, then we get hit by a brick, right? If we don't listen to the feather, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like, boom, we get smacked in the head with a brick from the universe. It's like, Hey, hey, like, you're not listening.
1: Pay, <laughs> pay right, attention.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like straighten up. <laughs> pay attention. Yeah. And uh, for me, that was, you know, about the time I got like adrenal fatigue and, and i Finally made some changes. You know, I cut out coffee and all these things and really dove deep and started adding adaptogens. How old were you at this
1: time when you let go of coffee? You know,
0: this is like 26, 27. And so I took a break from it. And then basically I, I started improving, but then I was still going out, you know, having my fun on the weekends, diving into sex, drugs, rock and roll, anything to distract me from... My shadow side, and any of the darkness, any of the heavy stuff that I didn't want to look at or deal with, right? I could just resort to external substances. So just stuff it yeah. down, right? Yeah. So that was a pattern for a long time, and then because I didn't listen to the brick, eventually I'm up on this mountain during a blizzard, and you couldn't even see like ten feet in front of you. It was like it was so wild, it was um, surreal, and. They'd closed the lifts because it was so dangerous up there, but we were already up. So I'm like, all right, guys, let's just stay low, be ready for anything. Yeah. And we're snowboarding halfway down the mountain. And um, my friends took off and can't even see anybody. And, um, and all of a sudden, I'm taking a jump that I didn't know was there. And I'm in mid air, And I have no idea where the landing's at. Or I just freaked out. Was it in slow motion? Yeah, everything slowed down. And I knew I was in deep crap. Yeah. Like I knew this was not going to be good. Like everything would change from there in that moment in air. And I landed so hard. And I remember tensing up and all the impact just smashed right at S1, L5, like just smashed my vertebrae. And I was in so much pain that like they say, you know, what's your pain scale? One through 10. I was at like 11, 12. And it was this feeling of so much intensity that you try to escape it, but here I am on this mountain and I'm like, I'm the middle need, of a blizzard. I, I need help. Yeah. So I look for my phone, my phone's dead. I look for my friends, they're already down the hill. So I have to channel my inner Spartan warrior, and every move is met by this just like daggers in my back and It was kind of like a lightning bolt would hit me each time I would try to move and I had to click off my board and sit on it and like get as far down as I could slide before I would roll over and just breathe, right? Sit with it. So you really find out a lot about yourself in those moments of just
1: excruciating pain. This, uh, (laughs) I'm just visualizing you in the middle of a blizzard. And it's kind of a, it's a mirror for what you'd gone through earlier in your life. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I didn't know this about you. Like the more that I dug into Charles Clay, the more that I cherished being your friend, Mm. because you've been through incredible thresholds that most men and women like don't go through. I'm thinking about you and the blizzard, how that's a mirror of how it might've felt for you to go through the trauma of losing your mom, Mm -hmm. because it's, it's the same energy to the body. The body's in, in fight or flight panic. And you have one of the most, I would say, inspirational and powerful Facebook live videos that I've seen in a long time where you Mm. talked about this, you know, and really it was like how death opens the masculine heart. Mm -hmm. And I loved it because I thought, here's a guy who's willing to go there, to go to that place where he can actually use tragedy for fuel to Mm -hmm. turn tragedy into love. And mm-hmm. for me, man, I'm just seeing that the reason why these things have happened for you is because that's going to allow you to serve even more. Exactly. But I don't know if you'd be even open to sharing about that story because I know how intimate it is. Yeah. We can link people to the Facebook group, but I would love to hear that story about when you lost her, what you went through, because people listening have lost people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that
0: time in life was so vivid for me, like very detailed memories like i remember just having such an amazing childhood you know and i get to like age 10 and i remember coming down the stairs and i'm getting ready for school and i look at my mom and she's on the couch and she's got this like bedpan like she's not feeling well and i went over and sat next to her and said mom do you you know, are you okay? You want me to stay home today and take care of you? You know, she, I could tell she was sick. And um, she said, no, it'd be okay. You know, you should go to school. And um, And little did I know those would be my last words with my mom. And I'll never forget the feeling when my dad picked us up after baseball practice and he pulled the car over. And he just told us, that mom was gone and it was just like the most painful experience I could ever imagine. Like to experience those type of emotions is just like getting hit with a baseball bat to the gut and the heart like over and over. Like it was just like this, you know, it felt like a part of me had just died. So I remember sitting at her funeral And sitting next to my brother, and I picked up these beliefs. I was told that men have to be strong. We can't show weakness. And, you know, crying's for girls. So I sat there at my own mom's funeral and tried not to cry. And I'll never forget that. And that took me decades to unravel that emotional baggage you know and i've learned so many gifts since then and i feel so gifted to have had that amazing 10 years with my mother because i know some people never get to meet their mother yeah you know so it's given me a very unique perspective and it's almost like um, looking back, wow, you know, I, I chose um, level hard on the human experience. Yeah, you did. And, um, and that's given me some amazing
1: tools and perspectives that uh, I feel called to share. Yeah, it, just, it made me take a deep breath um, when I watched the video and, and right now because there's a part of me that <laughs> I, I don't know what that's like. And I can sit here and try to imagine what it would be like but i have to ask you like what about your maturity your emotional maturity allowed you to not make that something you'd be angry about and that would lead you to darkness for your whole life like there's some kind of emotional resilience inside of you that when that event happened you did something you activated something inside you where you were like you know what this is going to put me on a trajectory of helping myself healing myself and then helping and healing others mm-hmm. what what is that about you you know to be honest I was so lost for a
0: number of years after that. It just feels like dark years for me, like really dark years. Like I, I went hanging out with older kids. We were getting in trouble vandalizing and just causing a ruckus because that was what excited me. It was like my drug before I knew about drugs, Yeah, you know, and and then to go from there to high school and college even where... You know, I began to step into my own and gain some confidence, and and um, really start taking a look at who I am. And and I remember, you know, I would have so much fun going out, party. I was life of the party, and this pattern kept showing up. You know, like I'm I'm having the most fun, right? And I'm just inviting people to join me at all these parties, and and um, and then there would every so often there would be a group of guys that would come up and start crap with me. Like they would start talking smack. They were looking for a fight. Right. So back then, you know, I had too much pride and I wouldn't back down. So I took the first punch and gave the last nine or 10 and got the hell out of Dodge before the cops show up. And this happened over and over and over. And I was like, what is going on here? What is this pattern all about? So it really hit me one day I it was like all these emotions that I had suppressed. So I took a look at, you know, was I ever really angry? Like, did I really, I remember being angry, but I don't remember expressing anger after losing my mom. So I had this pent up anger deep inside of me. And every time I went out drinking, you know, it would bring some of it to the surface and anyone else that has pent up anger, It's like law of attraction bringing us together and that anger meets anger, sparks fly, and that was the result. And so as soon as I took that flashlight of attention on that and realized that, it was this huge aha moment. And literally ever since then, I've found these powerful ways to channel anger. And I really got to sit with anger and be like, whoa, this is an amazing emotion.
1: Anger like, is healthy. It
0: is such a powerful emotion. Talk about yeah. an emotion to help you set your boundaries. Talk about an emotion to really provide you courage to take action, right? It's energy. So when we can channel this into something constructive, boy, it is like, it's fuel. So I remember like this discovery was just such a game changer for me. It changed my whole reality. Yep. Like I'll- Nobody ever messed with me.
1: And I remember I- <laughs> one, one, one of the coolest moments that actually you just pulled it out of me, just sitting mm-hmm. here with you. It was Terminator. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. and he was he was talking to John Connor, and he was like, "Anger is more powerful than despair. Mm-hmm. Anger is more powerful than despair." Mm-hmm. So yes, on the wheel of emotion, despair. I think if you look at David Hawkins' work, I mean, it's it's less than a hundred. It's the lowest vibration mm-hmm. right there with like shame it's very low, but transcending that, like walking the ladder of emotions from anger, getting in fights, stuff like that. How'd you walk that ladder? Well, it's really
0: interesting because you can go from anger to courage really easily, right? And a lot of people I've noticed get stuck between depression and anger. It's these low vibrational emotions that they keep getting played out, right? So then all of a sudden somebody is able to go from depression to experiencing anger and, and, and express that. And maybe it's not an expression that's conducive to our society. So they get shunned like they might've been when they were a kid Mm. that, Hey, that's, that's not, that's not legit behavior. Like that's unacceptable. So those people that were shunning that person, just what they might not have known about their journey was they just took a huge step up from depression to get to anger and then knocked right back down to depression. So when people have the tools to, to really transmute anger into something constructive, then it's okay to feel that. Then they can move easily to courage. Then all of a sudden you're hopeful. And then all of a sudden you're just like boom rapidly can move up through this yeah. ladder of emotions back to your natural state of joy and love and experience.
1: how did yeah. you how did you walk the rung from getting in the fights that first when you grabbed mm-hmm. the next rung of the ladder what practices or what things tactically did you do to mm-hmm. go from un- unprocessed mm-hmm. anger getting mm-hmm. in fights to actually being courageous for me it was primal it was like Going through the whole
0: um, evolution of human experience, you know, I I began getting into boxing and you know and movement in the body. Like yeah. boxing on one end, um, dancing on the other end, right. So I got really good at moving energy, and I realized like, wow, this is a really powerful way of of moving through some of these things that have been stuck in emotions are energy in motion. So when we try to stuff them or we're trying to resist. It just persists. So it's like stuck energy
1: that um, becomes issues in our tissues. And also the neurokinetic therapy Mm -hmm. that you've done. I didn't hear about this before I met you. Mm -hmm. Um, There's one gentleman that you got training from, David Weinstock. Mm -hmm. This guy changed your life. David Weinstock is genius. What's his deal? So
0: this is really cool because getting back to the story of when I broke my back snowboarding It really forced me. That was the Mack truck from the universe was like, you are so far out of alignment. Like we're gonna force you to listen now. And by listening, it made me surrender to the pain. I went and saw these doctors. They said, you're gonna need surgery. You're, you know, you might need multiple surgeries. And that just did not feel good to my intuition. I decided that day I'm gonna take my path of self-healing and try everything else before I would even consider surgery. So boom, going from depressed, hopeful right and i was depressed because for the first time i was feeling these low vibration emotions like shame because i couldn't move i looked like shakira stuck in a mid-hip dance move you know You're like just on the floor right? i was a wreck yeah i was yeah. I've, i remember crawling to the bathroom sometimes like in so much pain so from that place of pain to fully surrendering and just being open okay that's it like i surrender and i'm open to all answers coming through i'm I know I can heal this, like show me how. And I remember putting on a meditation by Abraham Hicks uh, and literally while in that meditation, a friend I hadn't talked to in years sent me a message, text message saying, hey, I heard your back's messed up. Check out Neurokinetic Therapy, the work of David Weinstock. So it took me on this rabbit hole. The answers showed up when I was able to finally feel these emotions and surrender to the pain. And then the answers came and then that took me to my first session with a neurokinetic therapist and like i said i was a mess like my hip was one way my upper body was the other way and i was like in so much pain and i walk in to this lovely woman she she has a great sense of humor and just a wealth of knowledge christina and she um got me on the table tested some muscle groups and said you know your glutes aren't even firing and she would muscle test them and i had nothing like no signal there
1: what do you mean by muscle testing
0: so you know i would she would put her hand under my foot yeah and tell me to press down just match her pressure right okay and so i'm matching her but nothing's happening she's able to just push my foot up and she's like yeah your glutes aren't firing what do you mean glutes aren't firing i have huge glutes you know like She's like, what's going on here?
1: My glutes, look yeah. <laughs> She's like, Yeah,
0: all form, no function. Uh-huh. Right? So then she, um, you know, went re- did a health history questionnaire on I me. Mean, so she went to my jaw and had me clench my jaw and retested the glute, and all of a sudden it turned on. So, wait, hold on. Let me just pause mm-hmm. and say, she, she did some work on your jaw or she tested you? Not jaw? yet. She didn't even touch it. She said, Clench your jaw and then retest your glute. And all of a sudden, my glute turned on. Wow. So my body had just told her through muscle testing that my jaw was compensating, holding the tension like a traffic jam neurologically, preventing the message, the signal to get to my glutes to fire, contract, and come back to my brain to give me feedback on the quality of that movement. So this was a huge aha moment for me. This connected so many dots for me in my studies of kinesiology. I got off the table after a couple of these tune-ups, and I was like, what this is amazing i could dance i could move again i was in alignment and you know she taught me how to release my jaw and how to strengthen my glutes and every time i did that was reinforcing the correct neural pathway so you can consider our nerves uh, our nervous systems just like highways yeah right the cars are signals from the brain going to work to contract muscles and then back to the brain back home to give you feedback on the quality of that
1: movement. And also healthy glutes, healthy pelvic floor, healthy pelvic floor, healthy core, healthy Mm -hmm. core, healthy function, healthy body. Mm -hmm. So this is probably, I'm guessing, I don't know if this is where the Bulletproof core came from, Yep, but it seems like you had to go through injury, healing yourself, crawling around, why, why does the universe do this where it makes us do the really hard shit <laughs> <laughs> for a long yeah. time? And then that gives us the gift of understanding. Yeah. So this gave you the gift of understanding. And then totally. like, what, what's the core program and how do you tie that into your offerings now? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's the, it's the beauty of contrast
0: that the universe provides for us, right? It's, it's to make sure we appreciate when we have these gifts and how to share them because we've felt the struggle and the, the trials and tribulations. So uh, we'll touch more on that later, but- yeah. The part of my um, training was was to be able to turn on these core, deep core muscles again, right? So I had all these compensation patterns going on. So that involved getting into some deep breath work, so learning how to breathe properly again. And that, this was profound for me because, one, it allowed me to relax my nervous system to states that I wasn't used to, right? And that's when a lot of the magic happens, right? That's when our body's able to heal really fast because we're not holding on to all the resistance, the tension, mm, the Kind of like how you right? dropped me
1: into your house with our breathing and movement yeah. before we recorded this podcast. Yeah. So it's like it, so present right now. We've got to get you in alignment before we get <laughs> rocking and rolling, right? So yeah, that was a little taste of
0: the MBM practice. Yeah. So super powerful. And that breath has evolved. So I created, um, I just call it expansion breathing. And it's this really simple experiential, breath technique that starts recalibrating the way we can breathe properly. And you combine that with optimal activation of your core muscles. And this is after you make sure that everything's firing on all cylinders for muscle testing, right? Combine that with optimal alignment in the spine and all the structures. You have yourself a technique called Bulletproof Core, where you can literally like poke and you're increasing internal abdominal pressure, your core, instead of sucking it in like nice looking Instagram photos, but not very functionally. So if you think of the the extreme would be um, the Valsalva maneuver that these power lifters are using, right? They use, they increase their internal abdominal pressure. They're usually using weight, weight belts and that's to stabilize the spine. Yeah. And that, that, that way they can lift these ridiculous amounts of weight, right? So it's this really powerful experiential effect. And then the other end of this, um, the problem with that is that they suffer a lot of times from, you know, like hernias and hemorrhoids and all well, kinds they're for, of that. They're forcing the body <laughs> yeah. to something that it doesn't normally right. do. Right. Because they're holding their breath through it. Right. So, what I teach is similar to that, only we're combining that alignment with ex- expansion breathing yeah. and then optimal activation of your core. And you can poke and feel that. And so, all of a sudden, you're increasing your internal abdominal pressure and getting good at breathing through that. And you instantly become stronger in everything you do because you have a strong foundation now.
1: So it's really fun to show people this um, in real time. I love, <laughs> I love the analogy of the Vals- Valsalva maneuver. Mm-hmm. Say that 10 times fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you're in order to actually have, you know, to lift a 1,000 pounds safely, uh, a belt has to be worn. It's like pushing the body to these limits that I don't think the body was always designed to do, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe in fight or flight or in emergency situations. But how is that a perfect metaphor for how most people are walking around not processed of any emotion. That's actually giving them kind of an internal loss mm-hmm. all of maneuver mm-hmm. where they're holding tension in their belly and right. they're not actually doing any work. And I have to ask you like in all your years of fitness and in creating this core program, do you see tendencies? Do you see common threads between people having unprocessed emotion and that unprocessed emotion showing up in dysfunctional core patterns uh, and different motor pattern recruitment? That's really due to emotion. Big time. Yeah, it's, To look at it from just one viewpoint, you know, one
0: lens would be very narrow minded, right? So, neurokinetic therapy gave me these incredible results and has become an amazing tool that I use. And through that, I've noticed, just like you said, like there's deeper layers to this, which, you know, there's even metaphysical. So, we, we address the metaphysical aspects, the emotional, and the physiological, right? And so I let them marinate on all that. And then you'll notice as things come up, as we're doing some of the release work, as I'm teaching them how to release certain muscles and activate others to restore function in the body. And once you restore function, there's no need for pain. Pain is the check engine light. Pain is the, hey, yeah. this is the, the feather, the brick, the, the Mack truck, if you let it get there. And so in that, it's changed my whole mindset about pain. And it's become one of my greatest teachers because it's really allowed me to um, to dive in and appreciate the signals from my body and, and improve that relationship.
1: Today, I actually mixed my red and green Organifi juice together. So I'm getting chlorella, spirulina, wheatgrass mixed with pomegranates, cranberries, reishi and mushrooms, and cordyceps and ginseng. I guess you could say I'm feeling pretty damn good. (laughs) How is your morning routine? Are you listening to this in the morning? If you're listening to this in the afternoon, ask yourself that question. Do you have energy throughout the day? We're talking about energy with Charles, but energy is what actually allows us to be ourself, our true self. This is a great time of the year to take a quick inventory if we're getting enough greens in our system. This is the fuel, these micronutrients that actually give us the energy so we can be in the moment, to be ourselves. Well, not only am I a firm believer in superfoods found in our sponsor for the show, Organify, their products, their reds and greens, but also the power for longevity. Let's face it. We need energy now. <laughs> we need to support our responsibilities now. This low motivation through low energy. Can be terrible, but it can only be increased if there's the right fuel source. This is why Organifi places adaptogens, these plant compounds that get into the mitochondria of our cells. This is the powerhouse point of our cell that actually gives us energy. If you've been looking for more energy and you want to get more superfoods that can transport these microgreens, micronutrients into your cells, make it easier. It doesn't have to be so complicated like the media tells you, like the internet confuses you. You can make it simple and you can get your greens. Just go to Organifi.com forward slash wellnessforce. Use code wellness force. You get 20% off. That's the biggest discount out there. You're not going to save any more money anywhere else. For just a few bucks a day, you can have the red, the green, all the adaptogens at Organifi.com forward slash wellnessforce. Use code wellness force for that 20% off discount, not just on your red and green juice, but also everything. The entire website, the proteins, the gut health, everything. You get the deep discount at Organifi.com forward slash wellness for us. And it's damn tasty too. <laughs> you deserve it. Let's get back with Charles and talk about vacation vibration and being our greatest you. Let's talk about the men then. Let's shift gears to the men because Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of women that follow wellness force. But look, I mean, when we have this pair bonding of men and women together, I think that's the conduit for real personal growth. Mm -hmm. And so when men show up in the proper way and a woman is showing up and doing her work, there's magic that can happen. I mean, look, you and and your lady who I've met today, Mm -hmm. this this beautiful coupling that you have, like being in your home, I can feel it. It's like palpable. Mm -hmm. But for the men that are disconnected from the Valsalva maneuver they're doing, Mm -hmm. where's their starting point? Like you work with a ton of men. So where do they actually begin? Like what's mm-hmm. the the letter A of the A to Z path for men doing their real work? Mm-hmm.
0: So it's different for everyone depending on where they're at on their path. Right. But after assessments, I'll usually start with breath because it's fundamental. As soon as you improve your breathing, so many things are happening, opening up for you. If you can improve your breathing, you can improve your sleep you can improve what you're putting in your body and that includes information and <laughs> you've all of a sudden like balanced your hormones so now you can start producing more of these amazing feeling hormones and serotonin, dopamine, all these neurotransmitters that feel really good, testosterone, you know, instead of using all those resources towards cortisol and adrenaline and all these stress hormones when we're up in our heads all day worrying about the 10 million things we got to get done.
1: Yeah. And without the breath, we lose (laughs) the capacity to take in information, right? Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that you start with the breath. Mm -hmm. Why do you start with the breath? There's so many things to start with. Yeah. The breath is
0: one of the greatest tools that's always right under our nose and one of my gifts is just taking things that are super complicated and making them so simplistic that they're easily digestible and that way people can implement it really easily and notice an effect get an experience and then build on that right so so breath is typically um where we'll start because it's so powerful it's so simple and it's always available to them so it's not like Hey, you need dumbbells. You need, um, you know, you need the butt blaster 3000 for this technique, (laughs) you know, like, no, you need your
1: breath and you have it all the time. Like each one's a gift. So, and there's really no shortcut to anything in life. I I, I think, you know, I've heard this phrase multiple times and I actually just saw it this morning, which is why I'm going to repeat it. And it's the shortest way to building a great body, building a great relationship, building a successful business. The shortest way is the long way. Like there's mm-hmm. no hack, there's no shortcut yep. to all of a sudden do something quickly and then get a result. It might be short term, mm-hmm. anger can produce a great result, but anger is very challenging to sustain. Right. So when it comes to people and men specifically doing this breath work, it's really about taking the long haul. Mm-hmm. Like there's no shortcut to the breath work. Like I'm just, I'm actually just really diving in, mm-hmm. you know, with this event with SOMA that we have and mm-hmm. all the things that I've done in Thailand, like- it's just the start for me. And I'm sensing the power and I can feel it. But how many years have you actually done the breath work now? Over a decade. Over a decade. how have you seen, how excited are you to see this resurgence
0: of of breath work? It's like, it's so funny how we're always getting back to the simplest things that work, (laughs) Yes. right? It's like for healing, it's just about take, it's like letting go of the layers that aren't working. So that's why this program is so profound that we've created. Yeah, um, it's, it's an eight-week course to self-mastery. Yeah. And it's literally taking those things that you know aren't working for you, right? And making a commitment to what can you cut out from that, right? And then combining in these powerful exercises, breath work, meditation, movement, these things are always available to us, right? So then where most people lose, drop the ball is that just like you said, they try to get like extreme, we want results yesterday, right? So they go full bore and then they drop off, fall off, right? So so implementation is the number one thing that I see most people miss out on um, over a consistent period of time. So that's what we put our focus on. So there's power in numbers. That's why we hand select these amazing men that are all on the same journey all have the same vision to really align with their purpose and share their greatest gifts with the world. So all we're doing is showing them tools to boost their confidence, allow them to have the courage to do that and align with what that is for them, their specific unique gifts, talents, and passions. Because yeah. if you don't share those, your unique gifts, it'll eat you up inside, you will it'll be, it's just a matter of time before it makes you miserable because you get further and further from your purpose and i've been on that road that's when we get hit by mac trucks
1: yeah how much do you think purpose <laughs> either the walking of one's purpose or the ignorance of one's purpose like knowing it's there but just pretending it's not mm-hmm. there when we look at men and men's lives specifically the men that are attracted to your programs mm-hmm. what is it about purpose i feel like purpose is this secret sauce that actually unlocks all the other pathways towards health and well-being mm-hmm. and i remember larry king was being interviewed once and he was like i'm going to live for as long as possible, because I have purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think for men, this lack of purpose is probably, I'm guessing, integrated into your program. Yep. Uh, how do you integrate the man's purpose into the program? Because that seems to me like an underpinning of everything else. Yeah, so that's always where we're heading.
0: That's always where, and it, and, and everybody, it's different, right? So again, we're peeling away the layers, the resistance that we hold in the body, the resistance that... We have in our minds the thoughts we're believing that aren't serving us, all these things, the substances that we're reaching out to that are stuffing these emotions, these energies. So by peeling away those layers, you start seeing the power that you already possess. And that's when the magic happens. And what's great is that, yeah, we all fall out of alignment here and there. We all drop the ball and um, are out of integrity sometimes, right? But imagine instead of trying to deal with that in your man cave, now you have full support and accountability and other men that are on the same mission with you. Yes. There to help you and bring you back up. So when you get stuck, you don't have to stay there. You can get unstuck by but, reaching out and it takes courage to reach out and ask for help. That was, you know, years ago one of my biggest challenges yeah. was getting out of the man cave and being able to ask for help. And the reason that that became so profound for me was because I realized like, I love the feeling of helping others. Like if my friends, if you need support, my anybody, my clients, if they're like down and out, that's when I rise to the occasion, right? And I get to support them. And that feels amazing for them to be helped, for me to help and anybody even witnessing that, it's another proof that we're all one because even somebody witnessing a random act of kindness, we'll get a surge of oxytocin, yes. right? Because they so, see what's possible. Exactly. And so this amazing phenomenon happens. So it hit me one day. I was like, why am I depriving the ones that love me so much the opportunity
1: to help and support me when I need it? Instead of going in my man cave, right? This is what men are dealing with and this is Mm -hmm. why your groups are so powerful because if we're gonna become this greatest you, Mm -hmm. if we're actually gonna step into this power, it requires a community. Like think of the word, like unity, Mm -hmm. community. Like that's that's why we do it. Yet we see women's empowerment rising. We see the feminine, like really taking ownership of their space. Mm -hmm. And the men... uh, there's almost been like a lack of time. And I, and I pull from a conversation we had a, a previous guest in the show, and Hodgson, uh, the founder of the or one of the guys that runs Mankind Project. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, the masculine hasn't had time to grieve the old way of being masculine. Mm-hmm. The feminine uprising has happened so quickly. And for so long, the men operated a certain way. So uh, what kind of narrative? are you driving with your men's groups for these men that are like, what's going on right now? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What narrative are you driving? Yeah, so we're,
0: we're working with awakening men. They're on that road of discovery, like something's happened in their life and they realize like, I'm not just this bag of bones. Like I'm a soul having a human experience. And it just changes everything and everything begins, their reality begins to shift really quick. And so it's easy to get stuck into dark places in that, right? And that's why, you know, having a level of support and having these people that can actually help bring you up, you know, and, and some high level coaching so that you don't have to make the same mistakes over and over. You know, you're, you're learning All of a sudden, you're learning the chief codes to life instead of renewing the old patterns that just keep showing up and showing up until you gain the golden nuggets, the lessons, which bring on the blessings, and then you move to the next level, which is, you know, sharing your gifts, sharing, you know, and that's where um, helping others is brings this deep level of fulfillment. You know, it's like the these codes are. Teaching us to turn our reticular activation on. You're familiar with this term, sure. right? Yeah. So our retina, it's the ability, to, our, our lens, which we see the world. So when we turn that on with intention, we create more intentional living, and that's calling in whatever it is you want to experience, create, and feel. Right. So um, this is happening all the time. You buy a new car. You got cool. I got the new, you know, blue Mustang right and you're like stoked because you're the only one on the road with this new car mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're like wait a minute there's one i see well there's another one right so you start picking them up everywhere and that's an example of reticular activation so using that wisely and chief codes such as okay i'm having a turbulent experience right now like i'm like everything's like hitting me hard you know my relationships are troubling, you know, this is falling apart. I don't know if I want to be in this business anymore, like all these things, right? But if you're able to turn your reticular activation on to what are the golden nuggets? What are the lessons to learn here? Like, what can I gain from this? What What am I supposed to learn from this? Then all of a sudden you start noticing these golden nuggets, these these um, lessons that allow you to move through that
1: reality of the same pattern showing up over and over and over again. Yeah. Right? And you speak from experience mm-hmm. because it's not like we can't help others until we've truly helped ourselves. And you've said this multiple mm-hmm. times, um, just in being your friend and also in different media outlets, like so many healers, coaches, therapists, they want to kind of go as fast as they can through the healing. And they don't actually want to go through the dirty, bloody faced work. They just mm-hmm. want to go, Oh, I'm a, ho- I'm a coach. I'm a healer. I can't, I can't even tell you how many people I I watch online that say I'm a coach who coaches other coaches how to be coaches. Yeah. And I'm like, is anyone actually getting coached? <laughs> is there ever a client right. actually getting coached? Right. But like you, you have this Ooh. phrase and it came out to me when you were talking earlier, and it's called um, being an alchemist. Mm-hmm. You say, I'm an alchemist dedicated to raising the vibration of this planet by empowering life lovers to heal themselves. Mm-hmm. That word alchemy, it took me to Paulo Coelho's book when I read it online. Have you read The Alchemist? Oh yeah. Okay. Love it. Why do you identify with this word alchemy? Mm-hmm. And what does that mean to you and your programs, and your business? To me, it's, it's literally taking these depths, the hardest
0: things we've been through. Like an example would be on that mountain that day while I was experiencing the worst pain ever or when I lost my mom at 10. Like that was the worst emotional pain and the worst physical pain I've ever experienced. And it took me a while, but realizing that, wow, that was also one of the great, two of the greatest gifts that I've got because now I have a relationship with death that allows me to fully live life. And now I have a relationship with pain that has allowed me to learn so much and and gain these new gifts that I get to share and help others with through their journey. And so I am super appreciative for everything that I've been through. And again, now going into new challenges when you're faced with, you know, turmoil and the storm, knowing that wow, you know, I'm going to make something great from this. Like Knowing that, having this trust, you know, you can think back to each hardship that you've had in your life. There's always something great that's came from that. So knowing that, going into your challenges, it's kind of like, let's buckle up. Like, how can I be the calm in the storm and observe all this and pull out what I'm here to learn and gain from this? And then share that with everyone that's open to receive it, to help them on their journey. And that completes the hero's journey in
1: that realm, just and then to it starts start another again. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As soon as one hero's journey right. closes, another yep. one begins. And then right. here you go again, like yeah. you're going to separate, you're going to initiate, right. and then you're going to return and share the lessons. It's about the sharing and totally. the, this is what I've always felt from you, it's about mm-hmm. like being truly honest with where you actually are. Mm-hmm. And if, if someone hasn't made it to the, top, to the top of a mountain, like it's okay to say that. Like mm-hmm. I'm actually on the climb. Yep. So knowing that, like where do you feel like you are now in your hero's journey? Like at this exact moment? You know, I don't
0: claim to know it all. Um, whenever I do try to claim that, I get smacked by a brick. You know, I know, like, <laughs> life, oh man, there's so life. much to Chill learn. Out, yeah. Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what I, but at this point in my life, I know how to access answers. Mm. So how do you I'm, do that? How do you access the answers? Um, I have an MBM process, and um, some people think it's a, a massive bowel movement like, practice, but that's, that's not going to solve very yeah. well. No. And that, <laughs> and that <laughs> But at least you know you're not full of shit, you know? Right. So <laughs> it's actually movement, breath work, and meditation. So it's this really unique movement to release resistance in the body. Yep. I got to take you through a little bit of it. Before I got this. a little taste. And then um, some really powerful breath work and to open you up to receive, right? And then we drop into a meditation. And that's where it's like when we have a room full of people and we guide everyone through this, it's just like, such a cool touchdown everybody lands in their divinity at the same time and the energy in the room is just like
1: nobody even needs to say anything yeah like it's just beautiful this is a skill set of its own that i guess mm -hmm. you could say sixth sense or existential energy Mm -hmm. the the awareness of the feeling in the room Mm -hmm. that's not something that comes on day one so with mbm when do people start getting attuned to the unspoken things to how they're feeling actually some pick it up like their first time, you know,
0: others um, have to continue. It's a practice like anything, right? So like you said, you know, even getting 1% better every day is much better than trying to get massive results yesterday, <laughs> you know, like yeah. breaking a leg. Yeah. So um, really, that's why this program is so profound because we're helping maintain that level of integrity through it. And we start with your truth, like where are you at? You get to start root one, like where am I at? Let's be completely honest where I'm at because that's always where it all starts. If you try to to cheat, lie, whatever, you're just cheating yourself and it's going to come back to bite you. So that's why we call them chief codes instead of cheat codes. Chief right. codes. Yeah, chief codes.
1: Okay. I think of like um, the guy with the feathers, you know, yeah. like, like the chief, like the yeah. tribal chief.
0: Who was, he had all the codes? He was tuned in to Cosmic Google before Google was even yeah, created. He didn't right? even need a laptop. <laughs> yeah. So so this is available to all of us. Right. And that's why, yeah, we'll all um, so it's really great getting to the opportunity to help. Um, groups through this journey. Now and is this
1: is this in person online like because to me nothing replaces in person. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's an electron transfer right when we meet in person. Right. But there also can be accountability and fulfillment right. and, and a tethering if mm-hmm. there's an online follow-up. So like how yeah. do you structure it with people?
0: Yeah. So it's really easy. The um they get some one-on-one coaching calls through this whole journey, right? And then they're getting these weekly trainings, which are live. So they get to hop on Q and a, you know, and they're getting new, new experiences to implement, right. And new tools to add to their belt. And then each week it compounds. So we're building progressing each week. Right. So then, um, you know, and then you lead into level of masterminds. Then we get into retreats. Then we get into VIP experiences and there's just it's so much fun to see the transformation and the power in numbers and, and seeing um, people realize the level of support and level of resources that are available when we come together like this.
1: And you're doing this not only with the men's groups, but in addition to the men's groups, I believe you and your beloved are doing groups together as well. Mm-hmm. So there's the combo where are you facilitating the men's groups just you? Yeah, Awesome. Yeah. And then for couples or for men and women that want to do these other groups, what's that all about? Yeah. So that's what this is all
0: evolving to, right? So then we have retreat, bringing the divine masculine and the divine feminine together in collaboration for an epic experience. And it's just so fun to watch the the beauty and the magic unfold because now we have two sovereign individuals right we have a sovereign man who realizes like his independence why he's here his purpose and the same for the woman who is like tuned into her goddessness right like her her true essence right and her confidence and then when you come together as two sovereign beings where you don't need these codependencies mm-hmm. then there's potential for just this beautiful balance and dance between the masculine and feminine and that's what I've been so blessed to experience with Brandilyn B. She's such an angel in my life, and um, so we're really excited about these
1: um, upcoming experiences we're creating. I have, um, I have a lot of respect for what you've gone through. And also I'm really excited for what I see you creating now. Because you're, like I said in the very beginning of this podcast, like you're one of the few people, one of the few men that I've seen actually back up what they say they're gonna do with action. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really easy to get excited about something in the beginning. But what is it about men's work specifically that excites you to want to do it for the long haul? The level of transformation
0: that I see in people. My, you know, I've had my journey. So it's like seeing the growth and these aha moments in others that you got to be a part of or help facilitate or um, encourage is really just a level of appreciation and fulfillment that comes that's way beyond any monetary means. Yes. So that's, that's just those funk yes moments when you know like you're fully aligned, like <laughs> right. this is what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> and this is the magic
1: this is the magic that, that Alan Watts talked about once. He said, you know, the real the real thing with life and having a great life is having a a job that you get paid for play. Having Mm -hmm. a job becomes just a life path when you get paid for having play. Yes. And to me, that feels like what you're on the path to do. Yes. And I always get this from you. And I forgot to ask you in the beginning, but I get to ask you now, this vacation vibration. Mm -hmm. Like, what does that actually mean? I mean, obviously, like when I'm on vacation, I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, it usually takes me a day to kind of spiral down. Right. (laughs) But but, (laughs) um, when did you come up with that? What does that mean for people? Uh, Glad you asked, because... I give
0: talks on this and it's, um, to, to break it down in the simplest terms, just like you said, when you go on vacation, you have this feeling, right? Even when you go to book a vacation, like I'm going to Hawaii in May it's gonna and be it has relaxing. this like feeling, right? It, it, it lets your imagination go wild. It's like, you get this euphoria, this feeling of like, yeah, I deserve a vacation. Right. And it's like an investment in yourself. So anytime you invest in yourself, there's, there's a, possibility of a shift happening right then you go on this epic experience which is what our soul loves right it's our ego that's always trying to talk us into no 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 stay home stay in your comfort zone we know we can survive there right and then we break out of that because even when you're really comfortable that eventually gets really uncomfortable so then you you finally break out of that you know i'm worthy of traveling the whole world and all these places i've had on my bucket list to do you know so you go and then you have this epic experience like i did in sweden I took my my oldest brother. He's just been the oak tree in my life, and him and I got to go visit our, you know, some of our heritage from the, you know, out in Scandinavia. And a good friend of mine named Gustav. We call him Good Stuff. His family took us in like family, and it was the most hospitable, beautiful experience. And we're enjoying this amazing food that his mom had made and like, um, eating under this waterfall and it's just sunny and meeting all these new friends. And all of a sudden, you know, we go cliff jumping and we get our adrenaline fix. And then we're laying out on this, we're laying out on this rock. And I remember just soaking up the sun and I just felt that current of like the same energy that creates planets flowing to me and through me. And it was so powerful that, there's no way I could contain this in my body. And I had this talk with my higher self in that moment. And, and my higher self, Arate is is my true name. And he says, you have to share this. Like just very simply, right? You have to share this, you can't keep this to yourself. There's no way you can contain this feeling, right? So I said, okay, that's it. I'm gonna, I'm declaring right now that I'm gonna get published in a book and share my vacation vibration, right? Like what I'm experiencing now, because all of a sudden I knew this is possible. So since I've experienced it, felt that, then why can't I incorporate that into my daily life? Why can't I incorporate that into my business and allow that same play that can activate your genius, right? Your zone of genius, Instead of all the, it's the opposite of holding on to resistance, the, ah, I got to do, got to yeah, do so much, right? It's, it's the opposite of that, right? So yeah. what if you could dance between the two, You incorporate these tools to activate your zone of genius through play, then all of a sudden you're an open vessel for incredible ideas for your business, for incredible ideas with, in your life, right? And you can do this by setting your intention to um, go to the same place that you go to every day. You go to the same cafe to work or get coffee, right? You go there, but before you walk in the door, you set an intention. Like, I'm gonna share love today. It's really simple, right? So you walk in, you turn your reticular activation on to all possibilities of love. And you walk up and the barista takes your order and you ask her how she's doing. But this time, you
1: actually tell her you love her. Hold on a minute. So you're going to be in Starbucks telling the barista you love them? Yep. With your eyes and your heart. Ah, not yeah. like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Jane Smith, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She might so, run for the hills. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so your, your intention is to go in and yeah. literally mm-hmm. pour out love in that mm-hmm. moment. I, I mean, that for, for a lot of men specifically, that might be a scary moment. Mm-hmm. Like there's vulnerability in that. It's like, what if she doesn't receive me? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? You don't have to say it. You just have to feel
0: it, share it. You're Just from yeah. from your heart to theirs, and when you ask how are they doing, you actually stand there and presence and and care to hear about the answer instead of hey how you doing Oh, I gotta go sorry mm. whatever and and then what happens is that person just experienced what it's like to be valid to be important to feel loved right that might have been the first time in hours or days or months that that person's experienced that yeah so then it you start. Go into the same cafe, but you just created a different experience because all of a sudden the Risa wants to like give you a free coffee, or just like you have this amazing in depth conversation, or you know, you meet amazing people because you're open and receptive and you created this intention, turned on your reticular activation. Now, all wow. these new
1: opportunities are arising, and it feels like you're on vacation at the same cafe that you've been to a million this, times. <laughs> this is the beginning <laughs> of the vacation vibration. I'm yes. sure there's a lot more of that embedding in yeah. work, and man, like seriously we have to do another podcast yeah. specifically about intention setting. Cause that is mm-hmm. an entire conversation of its own totally. being responsible for the energy we bring into a room. Like mm-hmm. today, the exploration that you and I had about this true deep dive into men's work. What did we miss? Like, what did we not cover for the men listening and also the women listening that mm-hmm. want their men to do work? What's mm-hmm. something that we glossed over that you'd like to share?
0: Well, just to close that last circle, um, you know, Three days later, after that trip to Sweden, I made that declaration. Three days later, I got, a, I got a message from a guy named Tyler Wagner, added me on Facebook, sent me a message saying, hey, we have this book project, and we want you to be a part of it. It's called A Better Business Book, and we want you to be a co-author. You've come highly recommended. And I just looked up and said, thank you. This is amazing. and guess what my chapter is called in the book vacation vibration of course yeah so and that's living an intentional life so there are so many of these amazing simple gifts to offer and everybody has them like we're all tuned to the same cosmic google right so the same ideas um you get an idea i had an idea to create a now watch right that just says now Years and years ago. And back then, I believed the self doubt thoughts. I was like, well, who would buy that? I don't really know how to run a watch business or, you know, closet, yeah. whatever. So I let that go. And ideas are energy, they're entity in themselves, much like um, us, right? So it goes to somebody else that will expand that idea, right? So it's like these supernovas happening everywhere, right? Mm, I've never heard described like that. Yeah, An idea will go to someone else Mm -hmm. who can open it up. Exactly. So that can be expressed through them, right? Because I didn't. But what happens through Law of Attraction, I walk into this crystal store that I never would have gone into had my friend not taken us a detour through there, right? And the first thing I see there is this watch that says Now on it.
1: That was your idea. Yeah. Your idea it, was, the, it was
0: the now watch. And
1: how many times
0: have you had that? You're like, oh, that was my idea. Oh. That was my idea. Yeah, well, guess what? You didn't have the balls to do anything with it. Yeah. So that's where the inspired action comes from. When you get these downloads, these ideas, you have to share them. You have to give them. You have to you know do something with that. Use that to inspire you yeah.
1: to create something great in the world. And this is actually the perfect segue to closing down our amazing time together, man, Mm -hmm. because I had definitions. I wanted to ask you like five definitions. I'm only going to ask you three. Okay. Because everything you've talked about from following your intuition to create an idea that's coming through you, to joining a men's group, to doing anything at all, it it starts with courage. Mm -hmm. Courage doesn't always have security and safety. And I would say most of the times it doesn't. It's quite the opposite. To be courageous. But how would you define that, man? How would you define to be courageous? Hmm. To be
0: courageous is to step out of your comfort zone and to listen to the motivation of your soul instead of the thoughts of your ego. To listen to the motivation of your soul instead of the thoughts of your ego. Mm -hmm. Courageous. And that will allow you to step out of the comfort zone and expand into something greater that's awaiting you
1: what is what is your definition now of community compared to being the lone wolf in the past mm, man it's so cool to observe the
0: collective and how you know we do the inner work ourselves right and then we have we experience this transformation and then all of a sudden we're able to share that right and then that opens up deeper relationships through vulnerability through deeper connections Um, and then, and then you notice, you know, then I've done some of the work on myself. So now I'm like ready. I can hone in on what it is I really want in life and how I want to share. So then you call in a beautiful partner, right? And then boom, you thought you were doing work before. Now it's really deep, right? You get this beautiful mirror of you and the triggers and the dance between the two is just, um, it's so, Uh, amazing to um, accelerate it accelerates growth right to to boldly step into that and and so that's what I'm experiencing on another level taking that to the next level is okay now you have a harmonious relationship with yourself with your partner and now bringing that out into the world in the community how can you share teach give What it is that inspired you to your community, to humanity, to earth. Which also takes courage. Exactly. At the exact same time. Anytime that you step into doing something great, you're going to be met by resistance. And it's the courage that allows you to keep
1: moving through that resistance. Mm. Well, then really what we're talking about at the end of the day is, are we living our life well? You know, Mm -hmm. what is this definition of wellness? And I I always ask everyone that comes on the show, but for you, man, I really am curious about how you see wellness now. Because when you saw wellness as a trainer, it was something totally different. Mm -hmm. How do you see wellness now? What's your definition of wellness? My definition of wellness is
0: bringing love to where it's needed most. Think about that. So that can mean what do you like least about yourself? Let's start there. That's where, that's the kid that's acting out in class that nobody wants to deal with. That's the, the part of you that you just try not to look at. That's the parts of society that we can't stand. Those, that's the, the president that people are hating on. He needs love too. He's a great representation of our collective ego right now. And there are parts of us that resemble that as well. And where can we find those and send love to those places? Can you have compassion, self-love in the midst of all the thoughts that are really easy to believe and identify with of self-doubt, I'm not worthy, You know, um, this will never work. Every time we believe those, You know, it doesn't feel good in the body. Mm. But as soon as you start bringing love, come back to the seat of consciousness and realize like, wow, I'm the observer of this entire experience. I get to choose.
1: Well, Charles, Mm -hmm. we went deep as I knew we Mm -hmm. would have. (laughs) There's not a a conversation with you that doesn't go deep, man. I just want to acknowledge you, bow my head, come back up to meet you eye to eye and say, Mm -hmm. thank you, man, for choosing, that's the key word, choosing a different path, Mm -hmm. a path where you're asking yourself, uh, where is love most needed? Mm -hmm. I haven't heard, that's a really, really amazing answer. Mm -hmm. Never heard that kind of an answer before. I thought you were going to go more like uh, actual physical body. But of course, of course you answered that way because this is what you represent, this new masculine, this new Mm -hmm. masculine for the world. That the world actually deserves right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody believes what you believe, if if they're looking at this men's work deeply, or or maybe it's a woman that wants to encourage her man, where do they go? Like, where do they sign up? Where do they get information on this? Like, mm-hmm. where's the touch point for them and you? We're in open enrollment right now, so we're hand picking. We're hand
0: picking these men, selecting yeah. for this group. It's really, um, really powerful and potent. So easy for people to reach out to me on Facebook. You know, they can follow me that way message me. Um, my website's greatestu.com. That's greatest capital U. Um, you, can, you can email me at fitlifesd at gmail. And um, yeah, don't be, come out of the main man cave. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for the support you need yeah. and you'll be amazed with the transformation that can come when you have the courage to step out of your comfort zone
1: and into your greatness. Thank you for being a mirror for Mm -hmm. any man or woman, by the way, that's Mm -hmm. doing their work, that's on their path, Mm -hmm. Charles Clay. Thank you for coming on Wellness Force, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, I
0: love you, brother. I would love to go out with my patented AAI. So what's AAI? AAI is acronym for admire, acquire, and use to inspire. So I'm always seeing, I've turned on my reticular activation to seeing the greatness in everyone and everything, right? So I always pick that out first. And one thing I've always admired about you, um, even when we first met, was your ability to find truth. You just like cut through B.S. and find truth. <laughs> and I love that about you. That's like one of the reasons uh, we became like instant friends because you're, you know not even a truth seeker. like you cut through B.S. and find truth. And that's what I love about the work that you do in the world. And I, I honor that, I appreciate that. I admire and I acquire that
1: trait and help use it to inspire ai thank you man i received that feels good to receive uh, your words and facebook.com forward slash charles r clay reach out to charles let him know you heard this podcast Mm -hmm. also we're talking about this so much more in the wellness force group wellnessforce.com forward slash group we're going to link charles in the podcast notes as well wellnessforce.com forward slash radio charles clay we're out we're out Hey, my friend, thank you for hanging out and growing with me today. Everything you learned on this podcast starts with your morning practices. So from over 200 world-class guests and counting, we've distilled the gems, the best of the best science-backed practices down into a 21-minute morning system guaranteed to increase the positive flow in your day. Get this free and powerful 21-minute life-changing system over at wellnessforce.com forward slash m 21 If you enjoyed this episode, tap your phone, share it with someone you care about because that is how we all get better together. Supporting the show is easy. Leave us a five-star review right now from your phone. It helps us reach other smart and conscious people like you. Either tap your phone and hit the link in purple that says review this podcast or go to wellnessforce.com forward slash review. And this show doesn't stop here. We're continuing the discovering process in our private Facebook group. You can be a part of it all you have to do is go to wellnessforce.com forward slash group, and I'll welcome you at the door. Okay, now you get to go out into your world and live your life well. So until I see you again real soon, I'm wishing you love and wellness.